Yo, so it's me from the future. I just wanted to say, if you've never listened to one of my podcasts before, I truthfully believe this may be the best one I've ever put out, or the one that I'm most proud of. It's kind of, I won't lie, it's kind of like iffy towards the beginning, unless you're into that type of shit, but like within the last 45 minutes to an hour, I I get into some really important stuff to me, and I think it went really fucking well. So if you're into like kind of lifey type stuff definitely either just skip to that area or hold out to that area i think you'll really enjoy it nonetheless thank you for listening man much love to you talk to you later I am really struggling with this one today. This is like my seventh take of just trying to fucking start the thing. So maybe that means I shouldn't be doing it. But here we are, and we're going to make it happen. First off, you made it through 2020. Good job. Proud of you. Unless you're a piece of shit, then I'm not proud of you. Um, I know for a lot of people it was a really rough year. And with that being said, you made it, so goes to show you a little bit about yourself, if anything. Uh, on top of that, I want to recap a little bit with the year. Cause I, like I said, I know for a lot of people it was really toughy. And for me, it was, it was tough, but I don't think in like the conventional way that it was for most people. Um, you know, it was more of a better year for me than anything, surprisingly. Uh, A lot of things happen, man, and a lot of things I've already talked about in this, but like I said, we just want to recap really fast. So, I got laid off from my job, which was fucking fantastic. No sarcasm in that. It's fantastic. I started barber school. I got to... Spend a little bit more time with some friends that I hadn't talked to in a good while, which was fantastic as well. And, um, yeah, now we're here. That's about it. So, oh, and we started the podcast again this year, a few months ago, which is good. I also, like always, want to give a quick thanks to everybody that comes back and listens to these on a regular basis. I appreciate you, man means a fucking world to me. Um, Seeing that, you know, people enjoy something that I legitimately like to do. That's always fucking sick. So, hell yeah. Thank you. You're awesome. With that being said, dude, I made some fucking pasta about an hour and a half ago or so. It's not my first rodeo. I've made pasta before. And... My preferred, like, I'm I'm simple, man. I'm not a fucking Michelin star chef. Sorry if you can hear that dog. I have a headset on, I can hear that fucking dog. Anyway, I'm not a fucking chef, right? So, like, whenever I make something to eat, it's simple. Very simple. So, I take the fucking pot, 
put water in it. I get that shit boiling. And whenever I make pasta, I like sausage. Like, I'm not a big meatball guy. So I crush up a bunch of sausage, like ground beef taco consistency. I cook that. And right as it's about done, I add a pretty decent amount of uh, spaghetti sauce to it. And then I cover it. And I just let it simmer until the pasta is done, right? So... While the, while the water's getting up to a boil, I'm cooking the sausage, everything's going alright. And toss a fucking penne in the, uh, in the water. I'm letting it go for 10 minutes or so. Take a little fucking spoon. Grab out a couple pennes. Gen- <laughs> Gen A. Pennes. Put them on the countertop. I know they're hot. The water is fucking boiling. I knew they were hot. Does my dumbass not pick one up to test the al dente to see if they're done? It's right about to go into my mouth. And I don't know if like some water came out of the inside or what happened. Just absolutely scorched my bottom lip though. Like I feel like I have a fucking cold sore right now, but I don't. That was almost two hours ago. That shit fucking sucked, man. You don't ever really burn your lips, really. Like, you burn the inside of your mouth, or you eat something really spicy, and your lips kind of tingle or whatever. But, like, I fucking literally burn my lip like an idiot. And now it's probably going to swell and look ugly. And it wouldn't surprise me if I get a cold sore, because that's my fucking luck. That's just, that's just how I roll. It's how the world likes to treat me. But anyway, I hope your dinner was good, and you didn't fucking burn yourself like a dummy. Overall, though, it was a great dish. I mean, nice Del Grosso sauce. Sauce. Obviously can't speak either. Well, what, what's going on right now is I'm recording this. And on my other monitor, I'm watching somebody play a fucking video game. So I don't think I'm fully focused. Therefore, I can't talk in my full capacity. Which, whenever I talk, I need every fucking brain cell I can get. Because you're hearing what's happening. I'm fucking crumbling right now. Anyway, it was a good dish show. Del Grosso sauce, which was great. The sausage came out good. It was like a sweet hot. And then aside from it fucking being a hazard to my health, the noodles were good too. Simple. And yes, I salted the water for any fucking critic out there. I at least know that much, okay? But it was good. Um trying to think what else oh okay so i started back to class this week and i haven't been in physical school for going on a fucking month now starting to drive me absolutely insane and i started on monday monday was all right it was kind of hard getting back in the swing of it i wanted to take a nap i was bored but we got through it yesterday was about the same thing but a little better today dreadful i mean like watching fucking paint dry, dreadful. So I log into class. I have online class from 9 a.m. to 3.30 with like four 10-minute breaks. That's how it rolls. I have a 20-minute lunch break, but it's easier just to say like four 10-minute breaks. Anyway, I log in. We have a test right off the rip. I hurry up. It's a 50-question test. I take in about between five and 10 minutes. 
100% that bitch because I'm taking shit serious and I'm a fucking baller, okay? 100% that motherfucker. And then I'm just chilling, waiting for everybody else to get done. And luckily, I have a dual monitor set up, so I have Zoom pulled up on one monitor, the other monitor I'm watching, like, somebody play fucking Apex or something. And I'm just hanging out. Everything's going fine. Okay, so I, you know, I wait about 45 minutes. Everybody's finished up their test. We've covered a lot of chapters and material in the past couple days, and with that, there's normally videos that go along with the curriculum just few minute videos about you know we'll say like a a high fade square form haircut there's maybe a three part five minute each videos for that or whatever so our teacher proceeds to tell us that we have a lot of videos to cover and it's probably going to take the rest of the day we can either do it now or we can do it when we get back in school physically and nobody wants to do that because we're still balancing between online and physical school. So when we're in school, like we want to do as much hands-on shit as we possibly can. And so, yeah, we'd rather not watch videos. So she took the initiative to, and I'm going to say it twice probably, make us watch videos for five and a half hours straight. And since I said I was going to say it twice, she made us watch videos for five and a half hours straight. And the only reason this triggers me so bad is because this is not even close to the first time this has fucking happened. This has happened several times over the past couple months. And it gives me fucking triangle tech flashbacks. And it freaks me out. Because basically what's happening is like, I'm very interested in barbering. Like, my fire for it isn't gone. So, like, I don't mind that we watch videos related to barbering. And that's exactly what we do. But the issue comes in when my teacher streams these videos to us through Zoom. And I know it's not just me because it has been addressed to her before. I think she's just forgotten about it and nobody gives a fuck so nobody said anything. But the videos, when when she streams them to us, are literally at, like... 10 frames a second so they lag so bad so bad to the point where they are unwatchable because it's just frame 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 and that's a whole video it doesn't play smooth so you can't fucking watch the video so picture this you're sitting at home trying to build your career trying to make the time go as quick as it can and you have a six and a half hour day ahead of you five days a week And then at the one hour mark in the class, your teacher tells you that you have five and a half hours left and you're just going to be watching fucking five frame per second videos for the next five and a half hours. It's awesome. It's great. So, I mean, obviously what I did is I pulled up my second monitor and I watched some Twitch streams and I also watched a new show on Netflix. I think it's called like The History of Swearing. Nicholas Cage hosts it. Not really a fan, but interesting choice. But it's like, it has a bunch of comedians in it and shit. I thought at first it was going to be a serious show until I was 20 seconds into the first episode and realized that it's not serious at all. I mean, it kind of is. Like, it, it gives a lot of information, but they deliver it in the best way possible, as in the form of comedy and sarcasm. 
and it's fan fucking tastic. I'm only like three episodes in. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm definitely gonna finish it. If not tonight, probably tomorrow. Whenever I'm watching six hours of videos again, probably. Um, they're only like twenty minutes long an episode, which kind of sucks because I really like it so far, and I'd like them to be longer. But yeah, the first episode is literally just called "Fuck." It's awesome. How sick is that? Like, I like that shit. So, you start it, Nicolas Cage is there being all proper, but then he drops a fuck on you, so it's like a it's like a paradox type thing where you think it's going to be serious, and then all of a sudden you just start dropping F-bombs, and then, you know, you weren't expecting that, so you laugh like a little girl. Perfect comedy setup. Fantastic. So, basically what it is is like, you know, it's all jokes, but it is factual. They take one particular swear word, this just so happened to be the word fuck, and they dove into it. Where did it come from? What was the original usage of the word? And then how did it evolve over time to become a word that would make your grandpa fucking die in her wheelchair when her fucking grandson says it in the middle of being... I didn't start that sentence right, but... Grandma dies when you're 14 and you drop fuck while you're playing COD in her fucking spare bedroom. You know, how the, how did it go from being a completely normal word to killing grandmas, you know? And it's really interesting. I don't necessarily remember how that one originated. Um, but like everybody knows, like bitch, back in the olden days when our forefathers were saying it. Uh, was another name for a female canine. And now it has somehow evolved to being a very degrading term towards women in particular and men, but obviously more so women. And yeah, it's just crazy to me in general. Like I have a very strong opinion on all this because I have a terrible mouth. Like anybody that knows me definitely knows that I have an, uh, just a disgusting, swearing fucking potty mouth. I, I have forever. I think I may have talked about it before, but the first time I ever swore in my life, I was six years old, and I'll never forget it because I literally thought I was going to get like arrested or my mom was going to beat me or something. I was, I was in elementary school, first grade, and my friend at the time, we were, we were standing in line in the cafeteria waiting to get our food. And he's standing right beside me. And I, I think I think he said, like, bitch or something. I don't remember exactly what he said. Or ass. Maybe it was ass. And immediately, I was shocked. Like, jaw dropped to the floor. My heart rate went up. I My anxiety was through the roof. And I wanted to tell on him instantly. Because up until my my six-year-old life thus far, I have been told that you cannot say shit like that. So immediately, I want to fucking get his ass in trouble. And as I'm about to do so, he grabs me and he says, no, no, no. Best peer pressure ever is it's not bad. Everybody says it. Okay. He goes, say it. I'm fucking shaking. Like, I'm about to fall over. Just say it. Just say ass. My six-year-old ass goes, ass. 
or whatever, right? Dude, right there, I ascended from a young boy to a young man at the age of six. Best decision I've ever made in my entire life. And I, I literally have just added to my vocabulary over the next fucking 17 years, or 15 years, sorry. And I don't think I can get through a sentence without swearing most of the time anymore. And that's the scary part about it, in a way, is like, I, I, I don't realize it whatsoever. They are literally just normal words to me. So, like... If I'm going to get around some fucking soft-skinned, light-hearted pussy that can't handle a little fucking word. And see, that's the thing as well. Like, I understand there are words out there that ha- that are very derogatory and are not okay to use when directed at somebody. Or, I even hate to say this because this is kind of against what I believe with words, but... Or just in general... You know, like, I'll say one, um, and I'm even hesitating to say it, which is fucking sad, but like, retard, like, you ask my longtime friends, and like, I'm not even gonna lie, like, you can judge me for that, I really don't give a fuck, the fact that I could say that word, and somebody's gonna look at me, and go... It's not okay to say that. Well, I've been saying it for 21 years. I've never once looked at a mentally um, challenged or handicapped individual, walked up to them, looked them in their face, degraded them, and then proceeded to call them a retard. I've never done that in my entire life. You know? And again, I'm not necessarily saying it's okay. I mean, it. I'll be honest, in my head, it's okay like, if, if I'm sitting here playing a video game, like, right before I started recording this, I was playing a video game. And I wasn't playing with any of my friends. I was literally just playing by myself. No one can hear me. It's literally just me at my desk. No one can hear me. And if I were to go, you fucking retard. You know, I don't understand why that's a big deal. At all. Like... I'm not closed-minded enough to not understand where certain people are coming from that are probably disagreeing with me right now. I understand where you're coming from. Trust me. And on top of that, there are words such as that word that were in my vocabulary for the major course of my life that I no longer use because people decided to point it out and tell me that it wasn't okay and I didn't want to fucking hurt anybody so I quit using it um but I don't I don't necessarily think it should that be that big of a deal there are I mean there's like one word in particular that I'm not gonna lie even myself I have a hard time with like I don't like hearing it and it doesn't even affect me it doesn't even I'm not going to say it, but this is the best hint I'll give at it. It doesn't affect my race, and I'm a white guy. So, put it in perspective. You could probably guess what it is. It's a big deal in this day and age. I hate that word, personally. You know, I, he- like, I hear people say it all the fucking time. Does it bug me whenever I hear it? No, not really. But it bugs me whenever I hear somebody use it 
like in context, like defaming or uh, degrading rather that specific group of individuals, which in that case, I understand why somebody could be like, okay, well, if that word, like, if you don't like hearing that word, then how can you take hearing the word retard? It's like, I, I get what you're saying, man, but like, all I really have to say about that is if you're that uptight about stuff like that, I, I almost feel bad for you, honestly. I, I appreciate you caring and standing up. I mean, that's very admirable. But in the same instance, like, you got to fucking let the weight off the shoulders a little bit and, and stop thinking so much about everything. It's really not that big of a fucking deal. No offense. And if you, if there are people that are listening to this right now that completely disagree with me and they fucking despise me now, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry you feel that way. I don't view myself as a bad person. I don't think there, I don't know anybody in my life. I mean, I'm sure there's at least one person, but I don't know anybody in my life that views me as a bad person either. And 99% of them know that I use language like that. You know what I'm saying? It's all in context. It's kind of like the last podcast that I was talking about perspective. In this situation, it's kind of all, it, it's also perspective, but it's context. Like I said a minute ago, it would be a completely different story if I walked up to a handicapped individual and said that to their face. That's fucked up. That's wrong. Like, it would be the same thing if, you know, you were in class with a kid and he raised his hand or she raised her hand and asked a question and maybe it wasn't like the brightest question but dude they didn't understand and if somebody looks at them and they go you're stupid you know i mean that's terrible that's very degrading like i i would much rather get called a fucking i don't know idiot or something over being called just stupid like, stupid is very offensive, in my opinion. It, so, like, I'm, I'm real, I know I'm really stretching to try and make this connection here. I definitely think you guys probably understand what I'm saying by now. Apologies, I just got a text that ruined my entire flow. So, with that being said, um, again, I, I respect the people that can stand up for an individual or a group of people when somebody uses a term that they don't view as okay to say just in general again i get it but uh yeah i think you just need to stop taking life a little too serious from being completely honest it's just crazy to me like i don't really know anybody personally but it's crazy to me that I could walk up to somebody and and talk the, the way I talk, as in very vulgarly, and every other word I'm saying is a swear word, and that person could look at me and be like, can you please not use that type of language around me? I'm not, like, that's going to be the end of the conversation right there. I'm not going to talk to that person anymore, you know? It's just crazy to me that at some point in that person's life, it was ingrained in their head so hard that these words will like send you to hell if you say them. That's fucking mental to me, man.
And you can't really break that either, I don't think. Like, I think once you start hitting the age of, like, 16, 17, 18 and higher, like, a lot of the... A lot of the way you view things and just, like, your habits and stuff like that, I feel like they're pretty well ingrained in you at that point. So, for example, like, if you don't swear and you've had a hard time in your life when you hear people swear, there's part of me that thinks you're never going to break that. Like, yeah, you might have a day where you stub your toe and you drop a nice old frick or a potential fuck but like i feel like people like that are gonna be sitting in the fucking confession box on sunday just scared out of their mind thinking that they basically did something the equivalent to fucking killing somebody it's not that big a deal at all again if you really like want to think about it and break it down just think of it in context be like well I could be talking like Sky, and he just, like, very easily lets it slide out. And it doesn't seem like it phases him whatsoever. But he doesn't necessarily use any of those words in an offensive way, so I guess it's not that big of a deal. Then you're alright. But if you're looking at people and you're going, like, fuck you, fuck your mother, all that type of shit, yeah, then it's kind of a problem. But it's the same thing as, like, telling somebody to go screw themselves or something. You know, there's like synonyms for all swear words, crap to shit, frick to fuck. Like if you're saying shit like that, just fucking cut the cord and start swearing, buddy. You will feel so much better. I promise. That's like the only thing I will ever peer pressure somebody into in my entire life. Cause I think it's fucking ridiculous. Um, but yeah, other than that, everything is, uh, everything's going all right. I kind of had a revelation, if you will, yesterday about, like, the Twitch streaming side of me, or just, like, video game streaming as a whole, but whenever I did it, I did it on Twitch, and I think I'm done with it, like, forever. I just, uh, and I'm pretty sure I've talked about it before, but to re-up on it again, I just don't think I'm doing it for the right reason. And on top of that, like, I was trying to, trying to stream COD, and like, my stream was just laggy as hell. And I've been dealing like with that lag issue for a while. Ever since I got a dual monitor, or another monitor for a dual monitor setup, I've been dealing with that. Whenever I was streaming with a single monitor, I had absolutely no problems. As soon as I threw two monitors in the mix, then I had, it created an entire issue that I've been off and on for the past couple of weeks trying to figure it the fuck out. Reading forums, watching YouTube videos, like, I've been doing almost everything I can to figure out why it's doing that. And... I'll put it in perspective. So, I'm pretty sure my CPU is a Ryzen 5 3600, which, like, isn't insane, 
but it's also not dog shit. And my graphics card is a fucking GTX um, fucking 1660 Super, you know? That's a pretty decent graphics card. It's not bad at all. Like, it has the capability to do a lot of shit graphically. So, that was the first thing that I read was in OBS, which is a streaming software, switch your... uh, Switch the way your computer processes the stream from your CPU to your GPU, which is your graphics card. If you have like a 1660 and up, which I do. So I switch it to my GPU so it would process it that way. And then I tried that. And that definitely seemed to work a little bit. But like not that much. So then I went into my settings in game in Call of Duty and... I was rocking like my fr- I had set my frame limit to like 100 frames in game and I have a 144 hertz monitor so I dropped it down to a 60 hertz like scaling or whatever refresh rate and that definitely like helped it significantly so then I jumped it back up to 144 hertz but kept it at 60 frames and that basically had the same effect like it was fine but Every so often when like a lot of shit was going on in game, I would get like pretty heavy frame lag. And mind you, once again, the lag does not happen on my end. Like I don't see lag while playing whatsoever. It only happens on the streaming side. So whoever's watching sees it. And, you know, I'm sitting there streaming and I'm watching it on my other monitor and I see that shit happening like probably every minute or so. I just started getting so fucking frustrated. I was like, this isn't, like, this isn't fucking cool. This sucks. And I'm not streaming anything crazy. My top quality is fucking 720, 60 FPS. Like, that's nothing, man. That's nothing in this day and age. And I'm like, there's no way it's my computer. Like, my computer can handle doing this. So I find something... And it gives me like a couple tips to to try. And then it also tells me to look at my task manager while I'm streaming and see what my CPU and GPU usage is at. Because if it's over, you know, high 90s into 100, that's what's probably causing the lag to happen. So I was like, okay, well, that's super helpful. So I tried again with the other tips included. And I have my task manager pulled up. And I'm looking at my GPU usage, and that shit's in the fucking high 80s, bouncing up to 100. And every time it hits 100, that's when the lag happens. And I got so upset, dude. Because, like, you know, I'm really, I've always been really big into Call of Duty Zombies. That was literally the first thing I ever played in Call of Duty in my entire life. It's at my buddy Tanner's house in his basement. We were like in fifth grade. And that was at that was at World at War, Call of Duty World at War, fifth Call of Duty ever made. That was the first Call of Duty that ever had Nazi zombies in it. And at that time it only had one map out in the entire like there was only one map. It was Nocturne on Toten. And that was just like the base. That was the very start of Nazi zombies. And that was the first thing I ever played in Call of Duty, was zombies. So, 
I've had a soft spot for it pretty much my entire life. And I love it. I've played it in every Treyarch Call of Duty ever made. I think I've played every Treyarch zombie map ever produced. You know, with a grain of salt. I'm sure I've missed a couple, but... And I've always loved it. It's always been insanely fun. So, with this new one coming out about a month or so ago now, two months ago... Um, you know, they complete, not completely, but they redesigned a lot of aspects to it. Like, and just some, some things are simple and then some things are big. Like one of the simple changes, like the zombies have health bars. Now that was never a thing before they have names like normal zombies are just called zombies. And then there's like armored zombies and shit like that. And, uh, then they added like kill streaks, like chopper gunners and shit like that, that you can craft at a crafting bench and all that. Like that was never a thing before. That's completely new. And like arguably the biggest thing is the exfil option. You can leave the game every five rounds after round 10. That's never been a thing in zombies before. The only way you've ever been able to quote unquote beat zombies is if you like some Easter eggs, if you would complete them, they would end the game which you could consider that as a win, I guess. Um, or you die. And that's it. In this new zombies, like, in a sense, you can actually, like, win. Right? Which is cool as hell. And on top of that, like, there's a bunch of challenges and zombie camos for your guns and shit that you can only get through playing zombies. So like what I'm saying is, is it, it makes it worth playing. Like it's not just, Oh, let's see if I can get to like round a hundred. Well, you do that one time and it's like, well, I don't know what to do now. Maybe I can try the Easter egg, but I have to sit here and pause the game every five minutes to watch the next step on YouTube. Like that's not really that fun. So with all those new mechanics, if you will, I've been enjoying the new zombies like heavily and I think it was on Monday or Sunday or something. I ended up getting to like round 56 solo and I just got fucking bested and downed and everything. And then like the next day I got to like 53 and like, I, I mean, I'm trying, but I'm pissing around too. Like I'd like to get a round a hundred, but that shit's going to take me like four or five hours. And I just don't, I can't see myself playing zombies one game for four to five hours straight. Um, but I'll probably do it eventually. But uh, anyway, the reason I was getting so bent out of shape about the stream lagging, because my GPU's fucking usage is, it's clocked out. Like, that's why it's lagging. Um, I was upset with that because, like, there's nothing I can do. And the thing that I can do is probably, like, lower the visual settings within Call of Duty. So, like... I don't know, let's just say like texture resolution or like shadow detail. I could take that from high and put it on like low or something. But in the same instance, like I don't want to jeopardize how good my game looks just to be able to stream it. You know, when I bought this PC and I built this thing, I think I've said that before, like I built this computer. I bought all the parts and I built it myself. Um, and yeah, I'm proud of that. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you know, I built it to play games on. I didn't build it to stream. So, you know, it's, it's just like anything else in the world. If you use your own money, like, 
you appreciate it more, you respect it more, you take care of it better. And that's how this thing is. I spent a thousand dollars on this fucking thing, man. A thousand dollars that I shouldn't have spent. Like I could have spent that on a lot better things, but I spent it on this. And, you know, the way I look at it, and it's kind of stubborn, but I know if I were to lower some of those quality settings, I would probably be able to stream like Call of Duty. For example, I was streaming Phasmophobia, and quick note, if you don't know what that is, Phasmophobia is basically just a video game version of, like, Ghost Hunters, or, like, any of those paranormal shows where dudes go into a fucking haunted hotel basement, and they set up cameras and shit, and they all get freaked out. Phasmophobia is, like, the same exact thing, except there's actually a ghost, and you have to figure out, like, what the ghost is based off of your equipment, and, like, and, you know... That's that's more or less the game. And it's a cool little game. It's scary or whatever. But it's not an intense, like, quality game. As in, like, the sake of how it looks. Like, it's very indie game feel. It's, it's not very textured or anything like that. So, like, I was streaming that perfectly fine in 1080, 60 FPS. And I didn't have any lagging issues or anything. So that's why I'm led to believe if I were to just turn down my quality settings in COD, I would be able to stream it. But with the stubborn factor, like I just said a minute ago, I paid a thousand dollars for this. Like whenever I'm playing it, I want it to look fucking good. It almost as good as it possibly can. So it's like, do I want to stream? And like, I know even if I were to turn some of those settings down, it still would look good. But it's just like a mental thing. I don't know. But with that being said, I don't know. I'm not going to say I'm never going to stream again because I probably will. But that just had me discouraged so badly that I just started thinking about it a lot. And I was like, all right, Sky, be fucking real with yourself. Why do you actually do this? And like I think I talked about potentially in the last podcast, I do it because like, I do want to interact with people truthfully like that's not I'll be honest that's not the main reason I do it but that is one of the main reasons I do it I want to interact with people and not necessarily people that know me like people that don't know me but with that comes a lot of time and a lot of networking and I'll just be truthful like I'm not willing to put in that effort to get that audience like I wish somebody would randomly just find my channel and then from that it would just snowball. And that did kind of happen to me last year whenever I was doing it, but it didn't last very long. But anyway, that's just kind of, that's not really how that shit works, unfortunately. And, you know, I kind of want attention from it. I want to make money off of it. And, yeah, and like I've talked about in the past, for all those reasons said right there, that is the reason why I would fail at it. And I know, like, that might sound like, but you have, Sky, like, you have a goal. Like, that's okay to have a goal and, like, meet that goal. And while I agree with you in some circumstances with this particular instance, I don't agree with that whatsoever. I I personally think if you are ever partaking in something because of, like, you are driven by money, like, you know that if you become successful, as in, like, viewership or whatever 
you're going to make an absolute shitload of money. And that's one of the only, if not the biggest reason why you are doing that particular thing, such as Twitch streaming, you're not going to make it. You're just not because you're not doing it for the right reason at all. But I know I've talked about that in the past, so I'll just leave that at that. But yeah, I just started thinking about all those things. And I was like, yeah, man, I don't think this is for me. I really think I got to like kind of get this out of my mental and kind of just give up on it, you know. Just kind of sad, but in the same instance, like, I do think about it. Because I have a lot of free time, man. Like, I have school from 9 to 3.30 and then from 3.30 until whenever I go to sleep, like... I literally don't have to do anything if I don't want to. I could fucking lay in bed the rest of the day if I wanted to. But I try to avoid doing that because I know it's not healthy whatsoever. And I know, you know, sitting here at my desk playing video games for that same amount of time isn't healthy either. But in my mind, it's at least a little better than fucking sleeping my life away like I have done a lot of so far in my life already. Um, and I just kind of think like, well, if I'm playing video games, like I might as well stream them. And then, you know, I think back to everything I just said a couple minutes ago and I'm like, fuck, like I have a weird competition, like within my own head that kind of gets me upset and discouraged about the whole thing. And it kind of sucks. So yeah, it is kind of hard to like say to myself, like, Hey man, you just need to like, give it up. Like, don't think about doing it anymore. Because not only are you not doing it for the right reason, but anytime you go to do it, it just seems to cause you fucking grief. So, And then I think about the deceiving things where it's like, well, what if? What if? It's like gambling. Well, what if I stream this one day and randomly, like, I don't know, somebody comes in and I don't know who they are. And next thing I know, like, they really like my channel and, and blah, 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 blah. And it just snowballs into something that could be insane. It could change your fucking life. And that's kind of why I get upset. Because everybody has that opportunity. That could happen to anybody. That could happen to you listening right fucking now. You could make a fucking Twitch channel right now. Not having any notoriety whatsoever. And you could be playing fucking Binding of Isaac or some shit. And for all you know, fucking... Summit 1G might raid you with 30,000 viewers and your life will be changed forever from that day on. I'm not saying to go into your job the next day and quit, but if you keep streaming on a consistent basis, you're going to gain thousands of followers just from that single raid. And you're probably going to get like a, a hundred or so viewers after that regularly, as long as you're not, you know, the most deadbeat person in the world. And it'll change your fucking life. Like, you don't need thousands of viewers on Twitch or YouTube to do it as a career. Like, I watch people on Twitch that stream to fucking three to five hundred people regularly, and they they don't work. That is their job. Now, granted, three to five hundred people is a lot of people, but I also think some people have a, a misrepresentation of, like, if you're not Nick Merckx or Ninja or Tim the Tapman that streamed to literally damn near six-figure numbers, you know, like I'm looking at a guy right now that streamed to 77,000 people. Like, you don't need to stream to that many people. You just need a few hundred people that are willing to support your cause and support what you do. 
And if they do that and you can maintain an awesome community like that, you just build yourself a career. And somebody could literally do that for you overnight. And you can never know. You, you'll never know if that's going to happen or not. That's kind of why it's so tempting. But again, that's not the right reason to do it, man. Which some people it might be. And I'm sure there are people out there that are highly motivated by money. And there are people that have started streaming with the sole intent to make money. And they have probably made it. There's at least one person out there that went into it with that mindset and made it, guaranteed. But I think that's a very rare case. And no offense, but they're probably not happy doing it. They're probably going to burn out eventually, you know? I've seen a lot of people... I've been in the fucking online content creation world for a long time, dude. I've seen a lot of people that have hit it fucking big. They were a nobody like me, and they hit it big. And as soon as they hit it big, they didn't know what to do with themselves, so they fucking quit very shortly then after because they didn't have a goal anymore. They reached the threshold. They're, they could not get any better. They were in the best team that was out there. They were, you know, making a career off of it or what have you. So then they're like, well, the journey's over. So this isn't fun anymore. And they quit. You know what I'm saying? It's why a lot of the time, like, the journey is more important than the destination. You know, unfortunately. So many times in my life where... I've been going through something. I don't necessarily enjoy what I'm going through, but I really want the end result. Like, I really want that goal. And by the time I hit that goal, like, that goal doesn't really have much novelty to me, even right out of the gate. Like, I might be excited for a couple days or maybe, like, even a couple weeks. But after that, I don't give a fuck anymore. That's happened to me so many times throughout my life. That's kind of why I realized like I'm more of a journey person. Like I need to focus more on enjoying the journey uh, because for most of those experiences, I haven't really enjoyed the journey and then I'm expecting to enjoy the goal and I don't. So now I've kind of realized that whenever I'm working towards something, I need to enjoy the process as well and not just what's in at the end of the process, which is hard to do, but that's just... You're always working towards something and random, but that's why I dig doing this podcast, man. Like I, I know at this point we're damn near 10 episodes in and I've talked to myself and like, like I was talking, talking about this with my buddy last night. Uh, I love doing these. They're like for real, like that is, that is, that is the truth. Like I really do enjoy doing these, but I'm not, you know, I'm not like an above life, like above average human being, dude. Like I'm as average as average comes in every aspect of my person, you know, like I have a few really close friends that I love to death. I have a couple family members that I, that I enjoy. Um, I don't play any sports. I don't do anything interesting. Like, I'm a pretty boring guy. I hate to admit it. It's like I battle with that within myself a lot at the fact that I'm boring. Because um, I don't want to be. But I've been alive for 21 years. And I mean, I've done some cool shit. 
but for the most part, I'm a pretty boring dude, which sucks, but it's just, it is what it is. So, like, I don't have an endless amount of things to discuss. And, like, I know at this point, you know, I hope I'm not frustrating any of you that, that I'm I'm repeating myself with a lot of things. Like, earlier I was talking about, like, the perspective thing again. This is probably, like, the fucking fifth time I've talked about Twitch streaming in a podcast, you know? But there are only so many things I can talk about. And with that being said, you know, I've said this before. If you're listening to what I'm saying right now, and you know me personally or you don't, my Instagram is lifesnappers, L-I-F-E-S-N-A-P-P-E-R-S. If you would like to hear me talk about anything in particular, shoot me a fucking message. Like literally anything. Be like, Sky, talk about dogs. I'll talk about dogs for a fucking hour. Like fucking test me on that shit. I will talk about just dogs for an hour straight, you know, but like, that's not something that's at the forefront of my mind. Like what I think about on a daily basis is, you know, barbering, like my schooling process, um, maybe playing video games whenever I get done with school. Oh shit, it's 10 a.m. I've only been up for two hours, but I'm ready to go back to sleep already. Like, and then whenever I go to lay down at night, you know, the mind gets turning a lot and I, I like to write, but I haven't wrote anything in probably four to five years. But if you were to, like, I remember in my novel class one time, our teacher gave us like a two word prompt or something like that, you know, but it was like, write something. Oh, it was called like winter walk or something like that. Write a story based off of the two words, winter walk. Bro, I wrote like a three-page fucking immaculate story just off of two words. Like, I love doing that type of shit, but I'm just so fucking lazy that I don't ever do it. And like I was talking as well with my buddy last night, I was also kind of talking about stuff like that. Like, I'm more geared towards being a night person. And as soon as, like, I start to wind down to go to bed, my gears start turning, man. And I start thinking about, like, things I could write about or things I could talk about in a podcast. And, like, at that point, it's fucking 11 o'clock midnight, if not later. And I have to be up at 730 to get ready for school. And I'm like, well, I don't want to hop on and start doing a podcast because next thing I know, it's going to be two, three o'clock in the morning and I'm not going to get any sleep. But for real, that would be like the best time for me to do one because that's when shit's coming to my mind. But, you know, as I'm sure you can tell by now, I think a lot about life and I think a lot about like myself and how I t take on life and my opinions and like ideals on how people think and why people do what they do in life and why certain things have a stigma around them. Like for the example that I was talking about earlier in this, I was talking about swearing. Like to me, swearing is not a big deal whatsoever. I, I literally could, couldn't fucking care less if anybody ever swears. 
But there are people out there that if you swear around them, it legitimately, legitimately makes them uneasy and they don't appreciate that. And that's super interesting to me. Like, it, I would love to sit down with a person and be open-minded in the conversation and be like, why? Like, why? Why can't you, like, handle that? And there's all, because there's always a reason. There's always a reason to fucking everything. Um, so that's normally why I end up talking more about, like, life stuff, in, in a sense, more than, like, anything. Because I just talk about what's on my mind, and that shit is normally on the forefront of my mind at any given moment. Um, you know, it's not necessarily something as simple as dogs. Like, I'm not really thinking about dogs, you know what I mean? But, yeah, dude, fucking send me a message. Be like, uh, do you watch, like, Marvel movies? What do you think about those? Make a podcast about Marvel. Dude, I will sit here and talk about Marvel movies and characters. Like, I'll talk about anything. I think at this point, I just need a little bit of help, like, with, like, curating these. I don't want them to be scripted or anything, and, like, I don't want them to sound unnatural. But I do think I am getting to the point where I'm running out of running out of material to talk about without repeating myself saying the same thing in every single podcast that I make. Because, like, I don't mind repeating some things, but, you know, one of the biggest reasons that, like, I stopped listening to Joe Rogan was because every time, you know, granted, it took me, like, three years to stop listening to him, but... I started realizing that every single podcast he was ever making for the most part, he could be in one podcast, he could be talking to an astrophysicist and then the next podcast, he could be talking to an NFL football player. And in both of those podcasts, I can almost guarantee you there's going to be at least a half hour to an hour long bit of Joe Rogan, either talking about jujitsu hunting with a bow and arrow or like working out. And that's like, I'm not saying anything bad about him, but that's just because, like, that's what's at the forefront of his mind, right? Like, that's what he does on a regular basis, you know, depending on the time of the year. But, like, working out is something he does probably almost every day. So it's something that he's always thinking about. He, he cares about his health and he cares about fitness. So he's always going to have something to say about that. And, like, depending on the time of the year, whenever, like, bow season's in for him – He's going to be more prone to talk about hunting with a bow and shooting his bow for target practice and all that type of shit. And that's, I think that's just everybody, but that's kind of why it's hard to do like a solo podcast is because I'm just constantly going to be talking about the same shit. Um, unless again, I start writing like little bullet points down with like little subtopics which, again, doesn't necessarily mean I have to stay on those topics, but just to even give me, like, a little bit of direction so I'm not so repetitive. Um, with that, excuse me, with that as well, for, like, the third time I was talking to my friend about this last night, I, uh, you know, I really want to potentially... I want to potentially start doing these with somebody else because, you know, if you're one of my friends, one of the few that like I've sat down and had a conversation with, you know that that conversation can be endless 
like I can't tell you how many times I've sat there's the friend that I'm talking about. Every time I sit down with that kid, we end up talking till like fucking four o'clock in the morning. And the only reason we go like we stop is because we're like, oh, fuck, it's four o'clock in the morning. We should not be doing this anymore. We should probably call it. But we could keep going. And it's it's, you know, in total, maybe a seven to eight, maybe longer hour conversation. You know, obviously, I wouldn't make a seven hour long podcast. But what I'm saying is there's always material whenever I get flowing in a really good conversation with a friend. There's they're endless, man. Every time they're endless. So that's definitely been bouncing on my mind to start doing these like with a buddy or, you know, with a couple different friends from time to time. With that being said, if I were to do that, I would like to, like, still do the solo aspect of it more often than the duo aspect of it. Because, like, this is my podcast. Like, at the end of the day, it is me. It's my, in a sense, brand. It's my everything. Like, I created this. Um... I don't really want it to turn into a, a dual podcast. If it goes that way in the future, then it goes that way, and that's fine. But as of right now, I would like to start doing that a little bit more, though, just to spice it up a little bit. Because um, as you know, to anybody that listens to these regular, you've been seeing that since like third podcast, I've been making almost all of these at least an hour long. And I've been doing that on purpose. Um, it's not necessarily the easiest thing to do in the world. Like today, I'm not going to lie. Today, I'm struggling a little bit. But um, I just feel like if they're not at least an hour, then I shouldn't even be fucking making them. You know, if I'm being completely honest. And with a buddy, like my, my one friend and I, one day we decided to do a dual podcast and live stream it and next thing i knew we were two hours in two hours and like the snap of your fingers it went by like nothing um and there was a lot of good shit in there you know a lot of substance in that podcast unfortunately you know his audio quality wasn't really that great so i didn't feel comfortable posting it on my actual podcast but you know, the one buddy that I have in mind that I would like to do this with, like, more often than anybody else, he actually has a pretty good microphone, and I was testing things out a little bit last night with him, and his shit sounds pretty good, so it would be easy for you guys to listen to, and it would be good on my conscience to let those go out, so. Uh, more or less, so we're rolling up on that time, and I'm running out. <laughs> With all that being said, man, it's, uh, I'm not really one to believe in this type of shit, but I know there's people that do, so it's a new year. If you have any fucking goals, it's the best time for it, I suppose. Yeah, and I don't necessarily really believe in that shit, but there's some people that really strongly do. If you have anything you've been wanting to kick, now's your time. If you have anything you want to start, a better time than now, man. Fucking get at it. Do your research. All the information in the world is out there for you to do anything you've ever wanted to do. That is one good thing about the day and age that we live in. If you, like, I've seen a lot of, 
I don't necessarily keep in contact with them that much, but I'll consider them friends forever. I've seen a handful of old friends like starting to do woodworking. That's like a big common theme I've been seeing over the past few months is there's like three or four people I know personally that have gotten to that, which is awesome. Um, so if you want to get into woodworking, you know what's dope? It's this thing called YouTube or just the internet period where you can learn the basics or if you're an expert, learn more about how to become an amazing fucking woodworker. Next thing you know, yeah, you're going to suck dick at it at first probably, but next thing you know, you're going to be fucking awesome at it. So just realize that you're not going to be good at something overnight. Put the time in. Do the research. If you don't like it, you're more than allowed to quit and stop doing it. Don't force yourself to do something that you don't enjoy doing. You're just robbing yourself of it of a good experience you could be having doing something else. Um, but yeah, man, get after it. Make 2021 your year to whoever's listening. I believe in you. And if you want fucking support or if you think something's cool but you're not completely sure and your friends are dickheads and you can't run it by them and your fucking mom hates you, fucking shoot me a message. Let me know what's going on. Also, this just came to my mind. I was actually going to end it, but this just came to my mind. I've talked about this a little bit before, but I'm going to talk about it again really fast because with yesterday potentially being the last Twitch stream I'll ever do, I actually had a longtime viewer that has been in my channel since damn near week one. I do not know this person in real life. I've never met them in person. They live far away from me. They just so happen to randomly stumble upon my channel and they were very sweet. They've always been very kind to me and they've shown me nothing but love. And it just so happened that they stumbled back in my channel yesterday and they hung out for a little while. But they randomly hit me with a question that was a little alarming to me because it reminded me so much of myself and not in a good way. And the question was along the lines of, have you ever, it was more or less like, have you ever found something that you feel like you're good at or supposed to be doing? Or like, do you feel like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing in life? Like, do you feel like your life has a purpose? And again, I know I've talked about this a little bit, but I want to speak about this because I feel like this is very fucking important. It kind of hurt my heart when I read that, man, because that question resonates so hard within myself and being so because, you know, I'm going on 22 in about a month and, you know, I'm young and I understand that. But one thing you got to realize is I've also been on this planet for almost 22 years. And that's a lot of time to think and try and steer your life in a quote unquote right direction. And with that being said, up until about six months, seven months ago, I felt like my life had absolutely no purpose whatsoever. I was just stuck in a rut, um, had no drive at all, lazy, and just not getting after it. You know, and that's a 
that's a hard thing to realize and come to terms with, man, that you get inside your own head and no one's ever going to hate you or be as hard on you as you are to yourself. And that's a fact. And you will never be able to change my mind on that unless you like fucking kill someone. Then you probably have a little bit of an issue on your hands. But, uh, you know, that that is a hard thing to swallow is realizing that to yourself anyway, to yourself that you haven't really done much in your life and why does life matter? Why does my life matter? Why does what I do matter? Why does anything fucking matter? And this is a really tough topic for me because it's not a, it's not a, those aren't questions that I can answer. Like I can't answer any of those, not once. I can give you my own thoughts and opinions on them, but I can't actually answer that because they're personal questions. They, they, they're all questions for and within yourself and you are the one that can give the right answer to that. You know what I'm saying? It's not two plus two equals four. Why does my life matter only matters for the reasons that you make it matter. Does that make sense? So like, I can't even give myself like a really good answer to that question specifically. Because the way that I view life right now at the age that I'm at is probably to some people like really negative and really like I don't know not that good and just like so typical of a 21 year old kid because like I just I do man I I ask a lot of questions of life like I didn't get asked to put to to be put here number one I was just put here and then I had to grow up in a world that already has a plan set forth for you in a way right you go to school, you go to college, you get out of college, you get a job, you start making money, you move into a house, you have kids, and you wait to die is basically your life. The normal average American life, I would say. The alternative to that is you go to school. You don't go to college. You get your GED or your CDLs or you find a blue-collar job or whatever. And you start working. But the common denominator is always working. Like you are going to work. Or you're going to be homeless. Which to some people that's fine. And I don't necessarily mean just homeless as in like you see a bomb under a bridge. Like there are people out there that have completely removed themselves from the grid. And have made a life for themselves out in the fucking wilderness. Like they've built their own homes they run off of solar this that and the other thing like they are fully independent like they are their own resource and everything around them they use at their disposal and that's super fucking admirable like i almost wish that i had the drive to live that way because things would be so much more fucking simple that way the stress level would be significantly lower in my opinion because you don't have to pay taxes you don't because basically like nobody knows you exist in a way like if if you don't exist then you don't have to fucking do all the bullshit that is set forth in front of you like 
the fact that you have to get a job and you have to make money to literally basically in a way like stay alive is so miserable like because there's so many people in the world that don't ever end up doing what they want to do with their life and they live their entire time on this planet just miserable as hell because they were never given a fair shot at pursuing what they wanted to pursue and or they were never given enough time or the the resources to be able to pursue something that they wanted to become do you know how sad that is like actually and do you know why people can't do that it's all because of other people which makes it even more sad because like it's just crazy to me that there are people out there that truthfully view themselves as superior over somebody else like that they feel like they truthfully in their mind have a say over what's right and wrong and like what somebody can and can't do, you know? That's so fucked up that there are people out there that are like that. Like obviously there's like a moral code, right? So like it's not okay to steal, it's not okay to kill people, it's not okay to degrade someone. Like that's just facts. Like you can't argue about that. But nobody's talking about how it's not okay to put a kid at the age of five in elementary school and then at the age of 18 tell that kid that they have basically three choices. And in my case, it was two choices. You can go to the military, awesome, or you can go to college. Then the third choice being becoming like an entrepreneur type deal, you know what I mean? But you have to do one of those things in this day and age or you're not going to make it, dude. Like, you're just not, which is sad. Like, do you understand how sick I think it would be to, you know, buy a fucking two-door Toyota pickup with a 22 RE fucking five-speed manual and build like a camper in the in my bed and go buy an Australian Shepherd or a German Shepherd and literally just forget everything that I know and drive across the fucking country and world and experience everything with my dog at my side, you know? Do you know how much I would want to do that? But in the same instance, how do I do something like that without income? You know, how am I going to pay for gas? How am I going to pay the insurance on my car? How am I going to do my taxes at the end of the year? How am I going to get food? How am I, you know, the food one's kind of up in the air. You know, I could live off the land or whatever. But I think the things about the, the vehicle itself, like how am I going to pay for gas? Like that's a very valid question. Like, you have to have a source of income or you literally cannot fucking do anything. And I would love for there to be somebody out there to prove me wrong on that. Because, like, I really believe that, unfortunately, you know. Like, even I was talking a few minutes ago about people that just go off the grid completely. They just fucking disappear into the wilderness and then they make a life for themselves out there. 
you know, you can do that. Obviously, it's been done. It's been done for thousands of years. You can do that. But, you know, a lot of these people have, like, solar panels and running water and and water pumps and tanks and things of the sort. How do you even get money to buy shit like that? You know what I mean? It all always almost comes back to money. And that's why I hate money so much. Because it is a necessary evil. Like, yeah, it is awesome. It's awesome to have money because if I have a lot of it, I can go get, like, tattoos or, you know, do whatever I want to do with that money. But in the same instance, it's so evil because the way to make money legally, anyway, is by working for someone which is what most i would say people do or if you're driven and willing to put in the time working for yourself but in the same instance you still answer to the big man come fucking payday you still have to pay taxes you're still losing part of that money to an invisible figure that nobody knows the name of but we just call it the government or the irs or whatever the fuck you know, and that's fucking sad as hell. Like I really, so to go back to the original question, do you feel like your life has a purpose or do you feel like you're, you're lost or just floating through life up until fucking six or seven months ago? Yes. The entire time up until that point, that has been my entire life up until that. And I'm not even going to say that, like, I don't feel that way. I do still feel that way, but I just don't feel that way as heavily. Because, like, with me being in the process of becoming a barber, like, I'm actually surprisingly very passionate and, like, excited about this field, you know? I want to become a master. I want to become as good as I can possibly be. Like, I want people, whatever they receive my service to feel good about themselves and feel like they're in a safe place and you know I want them to walk out of my shop or walk away from my service just feeling like a million dollars whether it was because they felt like they could talk to me about something that they didn't feel like they could talk to anybody else about or they felt heard and listened to and on top of that I made them physically feel good about themselves by making them look better or whatever you know, it's, I'm, it's great. So yeah, like, I feel like things are coming together a little bit anyway. But at the end of the day, you know, like, it is kind of sad that that's how we have to live our life. Because I understand, you know, we live in a in a free state to where we can quote unquote, we're free. We can do whatever we want. But that's not completely true. You can do whatever you want as long as you pay your taxes and you pay your bills. Which ultimately equals sacrificing, for most people, at least eight hours of your day, five days a week to make sure that those things happen. So in a weird way, you are not free, man. You're not free. You serve somebody and you always will. And if you don't, live up to those expectations set by the invisible nameless man, then he will ruin your life. And then you won't be able to do anything. You might go to jail. 
You might become homeless. And then what are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. Maybe I think into it a little too much. And maybe that's why sometimes I have such a hard time with life. Because I... I kind of feel like I've been lied to my entire life by everyone. Teachers, family members, things of the sort. Saying that you, if you put your mind to anything, you can become anything. Which... I agree with to a level, but why do I even have to become something at all? You know? Why can't I just, like, live in a village with people and the only thing that matters at the end of the day is that we got food and our animals are doing well, our crops are surviving, and literally the only thing that matters is our own survival? Because in my personal opinion, that is the epitome of being free. Not fucking slaving for the man at least five days a week at least eight hours a day from the time you turn in my case 15 until practically the day that you fucking die some people literally work until they fucking die and to me that is like the saddest thing ever because there are again there are so many people out there that i'm sure like you know Maybe if they could, they would just sit in their chair all day and they would just play songs on their acoustic guitar all day long and smoke cigars or whatever and sit there and swear like a sailor and feel the best they've ever felt in their entire life. But you can't do that, unfortunately. And I think that's why I get so envious of people like Twitch streamers or like YouTube content creators or famous TikTok people or Snapchat people because I view them as being the closest to being able to be actually free as humanly possible. And that's because for the most part, they're in charge of their own schedule. They do when they earn money, they do it when they want to do it. There's not somebody telling them when to do it. They do it on their own time. And the money that they earn is a lot of money. Like a ridiculous, insane amount of income that I will probably never see in my entire life. There are people that are probably my age right now that they could quit doing whatever they're doing and not work a day again for the rest of their life and they would be perfectly fine. You know what I'm saying? And to me, with the way that our society is set up, that is as close to freedom as you can get, is having so much money that you could fucking burn it for the rest of your life and not have to ever worrying about paying your taxes or paying your bills or anything because you have so much of it. Therefore, with that much, you can truthfully at that point in time, in my personal opinion, be what it is be what it is to be free what we are told that we are but we're not really now if you have a billion dollars now you can be free if you have a hundred million dollars now you're one step closer to being free but until you have enough money to where you don't have to worry about money anymore and you don't have to work for the man anymore you're not free anymore i hope I'm not really making anybody upset with saying any of this, but that's just truthfully how I look at the world that we live in in 2021, man. That's just the way of life. And it is literally the saddest thing in the world to me. And don't get me wrong, like, 
I like my life. I like the experiences that I get to have with people in my life. But I really do wish at my core that it wasn't necessarily set up like this. And I wish that I could actually make a change. But unfortunately, with me being one person out of the almost 8 billion people in this entire world and like the 400 million people in the United States, I'm not, you know, I know there's somebody out there that is going to disagree with me whenever I say this, but just try and look at it from my perspective, man. Like, think realistically. I'm not going to make a change whatsoever in anything. If I were to ever make a change, it wouldn't happen until after I was fucking dead. Because if anybody ever makes a change, that's normally how it seems to go, right? They're either in the process of making the change and they get killed, or they were in the process of making the change and nobody realized it at all, and then they died, and then people started realizing what they were doing. You know, that's normally what seems to happen. And which is also incredibly sad. I just, I don't know, man. I just wish we had more of a say on how we directed our own lives. And we weren't reprimanded for that. You know, I wish I could, I wish I could look at somebody, you know, theoretically and be like, I'm not going to pay my fucking rent today. And there's not a goddamn thing you're going to say about it. And they would be like, yeah, that's fine. You know, that's okay. And like legitimately mean it, you know, there's, there's not enough black and gray area. It's so black and white, this life that we live right now. And it sucks. And I'm sorry if I sound like an ungrateful fuck or, you know, whatever, but I I would hope that a lot of people in the back of their minds are in the same exact thought process as me. And I feel like a lot of people either just haven't realized that they think that way or they've just, they're just too afraid to talk about that because I know like it sounds kind of crazy and it sounds kind of like archaic and, um, like kind of almost anarchy in a way like, well, there has to be rules and fucking whatever set in place. So we don't, go crazy Uh, I don't necessarily believe in that I really don't like I believe in it to an extent but I think everything that's set in place for us right now is just way too much like why why do we why do we have to do some of the things that we do and like I don't feel like enough people question that because at the end of the day If you look back in history, we'll talk about government for a quick second, even though I don't know that much about it, but I do know this. You look back in the day in history, and it was the people that ruled the government. It was the people that made the change. If they didn't like something, they brought it, you know, they fucking wrote it down or whatever. They came together as a mass. They discussed it. They came to a common ground. They took it to the quote-unquote higher power, and they made it happen. End of the story. Because that's how it was set up. Nowadays, it is still that way. But for fuck's sake, like, I can't even get 
in contact with customer support to buy a fucking video game, let alone, you know, go to fucking Donald Trump and be like, hey man, I don't like the fact that I have to pay taxes. I think that's bullshit. And for him to, number one, even listen to me. Number two, for me to even come in close with getting in contact with anybody that deals with something like that. And at the end of the day, like, even if I were, they would literally just laugh at me and kick me off the fucking doorstep. Telling you, man. It's, I know it's my own thought process, and I know a lot of people would disagree with it once again, but... Somehow we let ourselves go as a country, in my opinion, and I don't, I'll I'll say this much anyway, I don't think I'm ever going to see that change in my lifetime. If anything, I think it's it's just going to progressively get worse throughout my life, if I'm being completely honest. I think right now, at the age that I'm at, and probably over the next 10 years or so, is probably the best it's ever going to be. And then it would not surprise me if it gets significantly worse the older that I get. More restrictions, more things you can and cannot do, and things of this sort. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Because people want power, because power gives them self-esteem, and if you give the wrong person that power, it's dangerous. And for some reason, we put a person in power... And we let it be okay that they have the power. And we like, it's almost damn near impossible to take it away from them. Unless they do something absolutely heinous. You know? It's fucked up. Really fucked up. I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts on all this, truthfully. Because... It's kind of hard to live in this life whenever you have a thought process like this. Because you do. You often question, like, why Why does this fucking matter whatsoever? You know? Like, I want to learn how to play the guitar. I want to learn how to fucking draw and be become a tattoo artist. Or, like, this is what I actually want to do. But, like, I can't. Because I accidentally had a kid at 18 years old. Or, you, you know what I'm saying? Like... Everybody has something that eventually comes up that more often than not keeps them from pursuing what they actually want to do. And you miss the window and unfortunately I think a lot of the time you are never able to uh, you are never able to actually pursue it. And then what is your wor- what is your life worth living at that point? You know, I'm not trying to sound like suicidal or anything like that that's not what i'm leaning towards i'm just being fucking real man if you're not if you're you are you and at the end of the day you dictate everything you do you could fucking walk out and kill somebody right now you could go rob a bank right now you could hop in your car and drive it into the ocean you could fucking hop in an air balloon and go as high as that thing will take you before it starts deflating or runs out of gas you can fucking literally do anything but if you're not happy doing it or if you actually can't do it because you don't have the resources to do it and you don't have like the the person there to teach you how to do it or whatever and you don't have the time you're not going to be able to do it and if that's what makes you happy and you can't do it then what the fuck is the point at the end of the day
you know? And it's all perspective. That always comes back to perspective. And I get that. So, I guess to answer the question, so I've been hopping around it a lot, I think. Your purpose, in my own opinion, in this life and in this world, is all completely set in your hands. It is sitting right in front of you. And it is for you to determine. And for you to recognize and decide what you're going to do. Decide what you potentially have to sacrifice. And go from there. And I know one big struggle a lot of people have, including myself, is like finding that thing that does make them happy or whatever. I think personally, whenever it comes to quote-unquote finding things that makes you happy, it's not something that can be found. It's something that's already there in your mind that you have not yet discovered. I think it's something you stumble upon on accident, such as like a relationship. You know, for me, the barbering thing, I've been, in a sense in the barbering field or interested in the barbering field for almost five to six years now. And I never once thought in my life about becoming a barber. Never once until six, seven months ago. Never crossed my mind at all. And I would have conversations with a few of my friends about how sick it would be to be a barber and like open your own barber shop and make it all old timey and rustic feeling and you know, with the biker signs and the highway signs and the neon lights and the beer fridge and the old school fucking wood patina finishes and the white fucking leather chairs and brown leather chairs, all that type of shit. I've had a lot of conversations about that, but it had never actually crossed my mind for me to be the one to become the barber until I was in a place where I was absolutely so miserable that I needed to make a choice or I was scared for my own fucking mortality. And I just started thinking and then randomly one day somebody goes, why do you not become a barber? And it literally just took someone asking me why I'm not doing it for me to be like, oh fuck, why am I not pursuing that? That's all it took. And the next thing you know, six months later, I was in barber school. And I feel like I'm in the right place. So hopefully that makes sense. If you feel like you're in limbo and you're kind of just like purposeless and gliding through life. The answer is probably in front of you somewhere. And you just might not have gotten to it yet. That could be the case as well. You know, quit looking. Quit looking. I, I truthfully believe whenever it comes to things like that, looking for something does not give you the answer. It only causes frustration and a lot of fucking grief and a hard hit to the self-esteem. And a lot of questioning of yourself and why the fuck you are even here in the first place. You don't want that. So my best piece of advice is... Whatever you're doing right now in your life, first and foremost, I hope it makes you happy. And I hope happiness matters to you. 
Because real quick, happiness, in my words, in my opinion, is not something that you are supposed to experience every moment of every day. Happiness is a thing that comes in glimpses and waves that is brought out by an event or something you saw or a friend that made you laugh or a goal that you had achieved. You are not supposed to feel happy all the time, in my opinion, because if you're happy all the time, then how do you even know if you're happy? So if you feel like you're in limbo and you don't really feel much of anything, you're okay. In my opinion, you are perfectly normal. So whatever you're doing, I hope that it gives you glimpses of happiness and lets you experience that. And if every single day, on the contrary, you think to yourself... There's got to be something better out there. There's got to be something better. I hate this. I hate going through life right now. I hate the fact that I have to go to this job or that I have to date this person or that I have to do this or I have to do that. That job, you don't have to do that job. I know you'll be like, well, I have bills to pay and whatever. Dude, if you have to, quit that job. Fucking... Go work two jobs and fucking go back to college. Yeah, it's going to be hard as hell. Or not go back to college or whatever, but this is just an example. Work two jobs and fucking go back to college. If you feel like that's what you need to do, do it. Yeah, it's going to suck. Yeah, you're not going to sleep much. And yeah, you're going to be miserable for a while. But eventually, if that is truthfully what you feel like you need to do for yourself to get yourself going in the right direction, then you need to do it. You need to not be afraid of taking that step and doing that. And if if you if you feel like you know the right direction that you need to go in your life and you're not taking it because you're afraid of the risk that comes with it, the last thing I can say about it is put yourself in the position, quit thinking about what can go wrong, Think about what can go right. Put yourself in the position and you will figure it out. End of the story. And if you don't figure it out and you fail, well, there's something to be learned in that. So learn through the failure. The worst that's going to happen to you, truthfully, is you might, you know, you might lose your job. You might drop out of school. You might, you know, whatever. Well, fucking go get another job. Go back to school. Go start your own business. Become an entrepreneur. Like, I'm telling you, I truthfully believe for most of us, if not all of us, the answer is right there. And most of the time we are just too, again, we may not have seen it yet or have discovered it yet, which is fine. Um, so just be patient with yourself. Like, don't be so fucking hard on yourself all the time. It'll happen. But when the opportunity does present itself and you feel like that is the right thing for you to do, if there is a risk involved and the risk is keeping you from doing it, whether it's the opinions of your family members or your friends, and they're like, well, I don't think you should don't fucking listen to that. That means absolutely nothing. It is your well-being. You do what you feel like you need to do. Who gives a fuck what anybody else thinks about what you're doing? So get over that. Um, If the risk is like a financial risk, 
like I just said a couple minutes ago, do your best to pursue whatever it is you feel like you need to pursue while still bringing in income in some sort of way. It is possible. There are people out there that have worked two jobs, raised a kid, and pursued what they wanted to do. It is possible to do. Evaluate your resources and take advantage of what you can do and do that. Um, don't miss an opportunity to turn your life around and feel purposeful and be happy and experience happiness just because you're afraid of something bad happening. It's always a great thing about being at the bottom, man. You can always fucking go up. As cliche as that sounds, that that's one thing about cliches is almost if you look into the real meaning of them, they're almost always fucking true. So look out for yourself and worry about yourself, man. Worry about your fucking self and do what you want to do. Eventually it's going to hit you, I fucking promise. And if it doesn't, then I think you're just overanalyzing it. You'll find it, okay? You got this. If anybody, if you don't feel like anybody believes in you, well, I, I believe in you. How about that? Whether you know me personally or I'm just some stranger to you and you've been wondering why in the fuck you've been listening to this for an hour and 36 minutes and 27 seconds. Like, wow, this kid fucking talks a lot and he's boring as hell. Um, and he's completely wrong and I disagree with everything he said. Well... If you can, if anything makes you feel good about listening to this, I believe in you. So go out and fucking do what you need to do for yourself to secure your own mental well-being. And it's going to come with hardships. The hardships are always going to be there. You you have to understand that. That is just how you, that's not life. That is you as a person. That is your own mind. You're always going to create hardships for yourself. It's always going to happen. So if you can realize that and recognize that, I'm not saying you're always going to be ready, but you're at least going to understand that these things fucking happen. And I, I'm going to figure it out and it's going to be okay at the end of the day. It'll be all right. It's not that big of a fucking deal, right? So with all that being said, I hope you enjoyed this. It felt good to talk about a lot of this stuff. I hope you know, whoever's listening to this, if they felt like they were in a similar boat to some of the things I was talking about, I hope it gave you a different perspective and kind of helps you through whatever you're going through. But on top of that, man, it's been Sky. Much love to all you guys, man. I'm out. Till the next one, dude. Take it easy.